Motorcycles and Misfits, coming to you from the Recycling Garage here in sunny Santa Cruz, California. Hey everyone, um, this is Liza, and I gotta explain a couple things. First of all, if you're watching the video, I'm wearing a mask because Morgan and I are in the studio here, and I am playing it safe. I'm getting on a plane in a few days, and I have not been in a room with a person unmasked for a long time so we're just playing it extra safe also i got a cold liza before you go any further i mean my concern is you being stuck in a room with a man i know well you know are you are you going to be able to control yourself darling i am stuck in a room with a gentleman i i I need protection (laughs) yeah he needs protection from me Morgan, I'm really worried about your your behavior. I mean, all this testosterone is bound to make you bubble, darling. Bubble. Well, <laughs> let's get to who is here. As I said, with me here in the studio, it's Morgan. Hello. I love your it's, voice. It's been a while. I love your voice. Thanks. Um, coming to us from her library, it's Miss Emma. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, darlings. It's pronounced oh, library. Library. Librarium. The librarium. <laughs> so, uh, no, it's nice to be back. I mean, you know, I was, uh, I believe, what was I doing last week? I was traveling back. Yes. From um, Napa, California. So I'm back. And uh, here I am. And give it the beans, darling. Give it the beans. Excellent. And joining us from the land of the Redwoods, it's Stumpy John. What's up, everybody? Uh, I'm so glad I could join you tonight. It's uh, glad you could have me in your life. Yeah, that got weird. (laughs) You know, I mean, the thing is, we we might be uninvited guests in people's lives. You know, it's like, oh, fucking hell, we've got to listen to the misfits again (laughs) because there's nothing on TV, you know? (laughs) But it is nice that people invite us into their lives. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Have you guys ever had a dog who was an excellent greeter? Doesn't matter what your day was like when you come home, that dog is just so happy to see you and it just like changes the mood. Well, I have to say, for me, Bagel is that dog because every time Bagel comes on, he's got a grin and it just Aww. makes it look like everything's going to be all right. Hey, Bagel. And it also looks hey. like he's a lot of fun to pet. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Have you greetings ever... for my garage. <laughs> uh, greetings, Bagler. Have you ever seen Bagel wag his tail? Uh, on the dance floor? Was it a, yes. Was it... <laughs> yes. Was that <laughs> there it is? There it is. Is that you call your tail or is that what is that? So I've seen uh, somebody helicopter more... their tail once. <laughs> well, it's more of a rump, but <laughs> oh my I don't I don't, don't I don't do don't do the helicoptering thing. Sorry. <laughs> my heck. <laughs> Um, just some updates. Yeah, I am getting on a flight to Pakistan in a few days, and I came down with this horrible cold. So, <clears throat> but I've already been to the doctor. I'm on antibiotics. I plan on getting rid of this because the last thing I want to do is get on a 24 hour flight <clears throat> with a cough. Oh, uh, yeah, in this day but, and age. Yes, yeah, I hope to be better, and I, I feel okay. I just have a cold, and yes, I did take two. 
tests and I do not have COVID. I'm very happy to report. You don't have the Rona, darling. I don't have the Rona, but I do have mites. What? God almighty. You got crabs. All right. How do I get out of this room? (laughs) (laughs) Do we need to get out the window? (laughs) Oh, I love seafood. Liza, we need to get you some ivermectin. (laughs) Oh, God. That's sold out. Um, so, you know, last week I was talking about, um, that the, the, uh, just the Africa twin, just maybe too big. Um, we had a lot of great people write in with kind of their own stories. And it was really interesting to see how many people have kind of gone through the same thing and been in the same place. Some came through, some switched to different bikes. We'll read emails later, but I just want to say thanks to everyone who commented. I just find myself looking at more bikes now, you know, um, uh, we had uh, Rick came by on his uh, Tenere 700, and I was kind of looking at that like, hello, you know, it's like when you get, um, you know, the new girl in town, you're like, oh, who's that? Let's check it yeah, out. But you just hold on, Eliza. <laughs> See, mm-hmm. it, it's just talking about the seat height of a bike, the height of a bike is only half the picture. Yeah, Emma, that's height. It is how that bike carries its weight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And as you found out, your Africa Twin, especially when you fuel it up, has an extremely high center of gravity. Now, compare that to a BMW GS, which is probably heavier and as tall, but carries its weight extremely low. So, I mean, you need to, you need to look at the broadest picture. Mm-hmm. And I haven't found the right bike yet, but... I have another bomb to drop on y'all. I have the perfect bike for you. Ooh. Well, what bike is that? Stretch Busa. Yeah, okay, there it is. It's a, it's um, a perfect bike for everyone. Good you want Emma? You want to hear my other bomb I'm dropping? This is just me. I'm 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 reflecting and uh, right. just thinking. No, I decided that I would be okay with selling the KLR 650 as well. What? Yeah. Mm. Well, I mean, you could always get another one. It's not like they're hard to find. Yeah, but you have been one of the most staunch defenders of the KLR 650. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will step up to the plate and say I have oftentimes, I've never derided the KLR 650. I think it's a good bike. I don't think it's a great bike. Right. But I think it's a good bike. But you have been such a defender of that bike. Yes. Why? Do you, do you think it's just certain <clears throat> requirements for you? No, it's not that bike. It's that if I'm looking at a, that, that has been my mid-sized adventure bike. Yes. Well, if I'm looking at downsizing the Africa Twin to maybe a 7 to 850, then it kind of now encroaches into the, the purpose spot for the KLR650. And I just realized it'd be a little too redundant. And that's one of my rules. All my bikes have to have a completely different purpose and function. That's how I justify having so many bikes. So if I'm getting a mid-sized adventure bike, sell the Africa Hmm. Twin, it would seem like might as well sell the KLR 652. Okay. That's kind of what I'm thinking. But I mean, it just all depends. Um, I mean, I still have the 690 Enduro as a lightweight bike. and. 
I don't know. And then I still have the 990 SMT that for doing, you know, distance. You know, I, I've got to be honest with you, Liza. This morning when I showed up, I completely forgot you still had the SMT. <clears throat> Smitty. Yeah. So that's just another thing. I thought, well, you know what? And you know what made me come to that is I had somebody who um, wanted to rent it on Twisted Road. And then they canceled and said, I, oh, I was just um, trying to rent it because my bike is in the shop and I use it as a daily commuter. Um, but now it looks like I need to buy a new bike. Do you sell bikes instead? And I'm like, no. Oh. <laughs> huh. And that's what got me thinking. But I do have a rental for it tomorrow. So the KLR is going out to somebody else for a few days. So it's it's getting some use. But I don't know. It's kind of interesting. And I assume that everybody goes through this. I think we all, when we buy a bike, you think this is your forever bike. You know? But I find that for me, my needs have changed as I changed, as I age, as I move. As my interests change. As you grow as a person. Right. As, as she accelerates through womanhood. Yes. yes. And I think that's Do, why. With new emotions and, and new chemicals coursing through her veins. <laughs> yes. I'm, I'm, going th- I'm going through the change. Um, <laughs> it's so, it's beautiful. Like, like a butterfly emerging from a cocoon. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't describe oh, no. it as that. <laughs> But I just find it interesting, and I and I I think other people probably go through this too, which I think is why when somebody um, shares with us like a bike they've had a long time, like Emma, you were showing us a picture of a gentleman and his uh, Triumph, yeah, that he's had for how long? That bike he bought brand new mm-hmm. at the end of nineteen seventy three, and when when I find that somebody has had a bike that long, like oh, there are people who have forever bikes like there truly are but it makes me wonder like have they not grown as a person <laughs> i i'm just in my head I've been, I've been casting a lifetime movie about the woman you know like someone like yourself mm-hmm. who's going through a, a you know need of different bikes got all this is the you know like a special hallmark classic but there's there's no such lifetime movie like this they never have the strong female lead who who has a love of motorcycles just well, what a void in their in their audience right and there. i'm gonna ask an even bigger question mm. as somebody who's who's never been married myself but some of you are and are married here i'm just wondering if people change and their needs for partners change just like with bikes oh that's a tough one. Oh boy because i mean the bike mm, isn't i know I, 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 is it fair to compare a bike to a person because you know you got a human being on one hand, then you have yes, my bikes are my partners. Well, no, no, the bikes are more like pets. They're more oh. like pets. You don't. Hopefully, you don't bang your pets. Um. Oh, <laughs> I've heard there's a place in Texas you can send I, I, them wait, to be trained. Oh, 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 Fifteen no. minutes into the podcast, and Morgan is talking about bestiality. I said hopefully not, but you know there was there, But then again, there was motor motosexual happened. And yes, then, then there was an illicit relationship. No, but really, you can draw a parallel between your your life partners and your bikes that you choose. And like I said, I thought that would be my forever bike, and now I realize I've changed as a person. So, so this is a justification for polygamy. <laughs> no. Or is marriage a lie? I don't know. This whole thing is confusing me. Actually, you know, I. <laughs> 
wait, wait, hold on. Polygamy? I think po- you're onto some. Or polyamory or yeah, whatever. Poly- well, poly- I do have poly- history in my family. Poly polybikery. Sorry, yes. Emma, you were saying? Um, no, and funnily enough, this is this is a common subject amongst those who have relationships <laughs> with people, bikes, whatever. But <laughs> you change or the person you're with changes and you don't. And there's actually there's a lovely song that was written a few years ago. Oh no. Uh, no, honestly, it's a, it's a it it really is quite a poignant song, and it's a band called by a band called Future Islands, and it's called Seasons, and it basically broaches the subject that, um, you know, I've changed, but you haven't, and we're we're apart, and it's it, you know it happens, Liza, it happens in relationships, you know, just because the person you're with ten years ago was that person then. Maybe you've changed, maybe they've changed. And so it is with bikes. When you bought that KLR, it was a perfect bike for you. Maybe now not so much. Yeah. See, you've got you got different needs. So sometimes you need the road, then sometimes you need to ride in the dirt. <laughs> sometimes you need to roll around in the dirt. <laughs> I think, I, I, I mean, I think I am a... Ha, ha. Polymoto. Yo, that's what I was trying to say. Come up with it. A polygamous motosexual. Polymoto. Polymotosexual. <gasps> I'm a polymotosexual. This is this is the oh journey of womanhood. She's oh discovered a new thing about herself. Emerging from the chrysalis, right? I love our, them all the our very same. eyes. I'm I'm so glad I'm here to witness. Wait a this. minute. Bagel. Yes. Are you a poly scooter sexual? He's a he's a monocyclist. Well, I don't think. <clears throat> sexual really comes into it. I'm a, I'm a, a poly, poly mist, I guess. <laughs> I mean, I have 14 scooters, so what can I say? And, and you're like you're like Snow White with your with your 14 doors. Well, maybe, <laughs> maybe you could equate it to that. that some 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 are dopier and sleepier than others. <laughs> so. Who were the, the dwarves? There was there was sleazy, grumpy, wanky, and spanky, snotty, snotty and crappy. There was horny, I think. Spunky. Oh yes, horny definitely. <laughs> <laughs> and don't forget, uh, sporty, scary, and thirsty, baby, thirsty. ginger and spice. Yeah. And, and ginger and posh. I once went to a Halloween party as freshly dug up spice. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh my. Yes, no. It was quite something to behold. Um, but yeah, poly scooterist. That yeah. that fits you down to and, a tea bagel. Well, and because I I think that Morgan actually is onto something where it's it is almost like pets because I I've said on more than one occasion that a lot of my scooters just followed me home. You know, I, I could, I couldn't leave them out there on the street, you know, like <clears throat> these, these were bikes that, that were just kind of in, in danger of just being trashed. And I scooped them up at the right moment and for, for dirt cheap too. So I just, I, I couldn't say no. I think it's as good a time as any to talk about this again. And I've talked about this many, many times in the past, <clears throat> but there's value in repeating it here. If somebody says to you, can my bike take on the characteristics of me? Of course it can't. It's made out of metal and plastic and rubber. 
It's an inanimate object until you get on and operate it. However, you, because you are unique as a person, you operate the brakes in a certain way. You operate the clutch in a certain way. <clears throat> you shift gears in a certain way. You corner in a certain way. So thus, over time, the bike wears in a very, very specific way that's unique to you. And that is why if anybody ever, if you've had your bike for donkey's years and you lend it to somebody else and they ride it and you ride it after that, it feels different. Well, that's why. So, yes, your bike can really become a very, very individual piece of machinery. It's not taking on your character, or at least not directly. It is in a mechanical way. Does that same rule apply with wives? I yes. think when someone else rides it. Well, I was going to say it's, it's like a mattress that you, you develop your own, or a couch. You get your own special mm -hmm. sleep grooves on. <clears throat> I I think the only person actually qualified to answer this is John, because he's he's very happily married. I believe. Uh, sometimes I am. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Most of no, the time. I'm, I'm very unhappily married, and so yes, John. You know. Somebody reframe the question for me again. I don't know well, what you're no, talking about. I mean, you know, when you let someone else ride your wife, oh and then you ride her. No, oh, I thought that was the question. Yeah, and the next time you, the next time you're with her, is it is it, is is it, it awkward? Different? Is it awkward? Does it feel different? That's the question. <laughs> Do you think? I don't know how to answer that. Because it, this is just awful, John. Do you feel that over the years that you've been together, do you think your wife has taken on some of your characteristics and you've taken on some of hers? It's the beard. Oh, I thought you were going to ask if you have worn down spots on her. No, what? He's clutching his rosary beads. See what you've done to him. Not rosaries, but yes. Um, All right. <clears throat> Uh, I think you do become more like each other as time goes on. Right. H hence the beard. Right. <laughs> John, do you want to, do you want to be rescued right now? No, I'm, you can, I'm fine. Yeah. Rescue me. Go ahead. Okay. Because guess what time it is. What time is it? It is time to play a game. Holy cow. Wow. It's the domain name game challenge. That's right. How you guys. Fancy. Yeah. All right. Let's get to the game. So I created a, a fun game. I don't know how I come up with these things. Um, in this game, I'm going to be showing you, or I'll be telling you a domain name. And these are all biker terms, right? And you have to guess what the what the website is. Okay? Easy enough? Yes. Okay. Okay. So we're going to start the first one. This is burnout.com. What kind of website do you think burnout.com is? And it, it, it is uh, a motorcycle site or is it? Is it just a I'm not telling you. I'm just uh, saying burnout is a common term. What is burnout.com? It's, it's, it's a web. <laughs> Let's see if anyone can guess. That would, that would be skidmark.com, Emma. It's a website for. <laughs> Go ahead, John. 
It's a it's a website for people who enjoy crystal meth and motorcycles. That's I was going to go for Ooh. drugs too. I was going to go for drugs. All right, Bagel, what's was, your guess? I was going to say it's a clickbait clickbait website <clears throat> that posts nothing but videos of people doing burnouts on motorcycles and has all sorts of ad pop ups and viruses and stuff on it. Hmm. Too, too big right. of a name for that. So I, you want to see what it really is? Yes. Sure. It is a French site for oh. people with depression who have burnt out. Exactly. You want to, who Good. wants to pronounce that? Emma, what is that? Liberez-vous? Liberez-vous de la depression et du burnout. Why are all the images broken? Yeah. So it's uh, liberate yourself. Um, if you're depressed and you're suffering from burnout, 89% of patients see recovery. Isn't that interesting? All right. So now you get an idea of how this game works. All right. So the next one is going to be, and uh, let's see. Oh, Morgan, you can't look at the screen because you're getting to see it before they do. This next one is shiny side up. Dot com. I, I saw a kind of logo or something, but I can't, I'm not, not going to say what shiny side up.com. And anyone try and myself, guess yeah. what shiny side up.com is underwear. Okay. Uh, car wax. Ooh, good to guess. Had, had I not seen anything, I would have guessed coin collecting. Okay. John. Uh, Chrome, a crummer, someone who does crumbing. Uh, those are all good guesses. Let me get to it. It is. Oh my gosh, the website from oh, sorry. website from 1997. It is, I don't know, shinysideup.com is a picture of a waterfall on a bridge. <laughs> <laughs> Domain for sale, maybe? <laughs> There's no information on this Nothing at all. <laughs> at all. Yeah. Uh, a lo- it's a lovely domain. bridge, though. Don't look at the screen, Morgan. Oh, oh. Do not look at the screen. Okay, this next one. Oh, this is an interesting one. Okay, the next one up fastbike.com fastbike hmm. i'm going to go I, i'm going to go over delivery service hmm hmm i want to go scooter I'm, enthusiasts okay i i'm going to i'm going to say it's a forum for um for high speed bicycle riders hmm okay emma did you guess um, I also think it's a forum, but I think it's a forum for um, people who love underwear. We're stick- going with the underwear thing still. Yeah, right? no okay. underwear. It'll be right eventually. All right. So fastbike.com is a Korean computer site. Park domain. Uh, <laughs> wow. No idea. That's just a park. It has something to do with computers, no, and it's, it's in Korea. That's a park domain. It's waiting for someone to. to I'm sure if you email them, uh, it'll it'll you can, they'll offer you to sell you that for a whole lot of money. So part um, of the interesting thing as I was uh, working on this game is that I was finding that there's um, you know there are domains that are available. It's really interesting. So some of these might be good for somebody. Okay, you guys ready for the next one? Yes. Yeah. All right. Two wheels. Dot com. Oh. Two wheels. Mm. Dot com. Oh, that could be anything. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna go underwear. No, no. <laughs> Two wheels dot com. Uh I'm gonna, I, I'm gonna let you all know if you get anywhere close, like I'm putting a wide a wide mm-hmm. landing strip here. If you guys get anywhere close, you get a point. 
All right, two wheels, I'm going I'm I'm to say it's a park domain. <laughs> I'm going to go um, new age psychology, like something to do with with your mm. with uh, feeling better and making your brain heal. All right, John. I'm going to say it's a website to help train your child how to ride a bicycle. Oh, Emma. I think it's a website for candy and underwear. Wheels.com, huh? And underwear. <laughs> Well, guess uh, what? Park domain. You win. Park domain. domain. Yes. It I is available. Okay. By ah. this domain. I can't believe no one's using two wheels. Uh, you're, dot com. They probably want so much money for it that it's unrealistic. Right. $10,000 or something crazy. Yeah. All right. So the next one. <laughs> you guys ready for this? Um, This is a common nickname for the XR650R. Bigredpig.com. Mm. BigRedPig.com. Oh, barbecue. Going barbecue. Ooh. Yeah. It's, you see, when you told me this, what people don't realize that in the 1970s, Mercedes had this fucking endurance racer, which was this giant sedan. Bagel probably knows this. Mm. And it was a giant red sedan with a big V8 engine, and they called it the Big Red Pig. Mm. Wow. Amazing looking thing. <clears throat> Um, it's not that, yeah. but um, I think Morgan is right. It is food related. All right, John, did you guess? Uh, I'm going to say it's. Uh, I don't know. Good, good it's, guess. Uh, <laughs> any, if you can get underwear. anywhere close, underwear. Okay, underwear. That that's not a bad. You know what? I, I, I could see that right. as a lingerie company, like. If you like sensual, all right, bagel. Come to Big Red Pig. I'm going to go lower, and I'm going to say this is a porn site. Ooh, Big Red Pig. It is, in fact, I don't know a park. It's a it's a monkey on a red pig, and it's a. And there's nothing. There's no information to this other than BigRedPig.com 2020, and this is how you contact them. That's a political slogan right there. BigRedPig.com 2020. <laughs> and what is, I don't know why there's a monkey on a pig. I well, bet pig is, this is for a furries, I bet. I don't know. Isn't it weird? I don't know. Maybe there's a porn site. Fill out your name and address and see what comes back. Oh, no. Yeah, don't do that. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> don't do All right. that. <laughs> All right. Fill it um, don't, don't stick we'll your info where you don't know what's going. All right. So other than Bagel getting the park domain one. Uh, you guys have not gotten anywhere close to these. All right, I got one. Maybe this is easier. I'm not sure. What do you call the right the passenger on the back? Common term. Pig. What? <laughs> the bitch, right? So this is bitch.com. Oh, this could be oh. anything. Bitch.com. Oh, this, this is a dominatrix site, I'm sure. <clears throat> yeah. No, but no, no. Yeah. It's too big of a word to have anything useful, like come on gotta guess i am uh gonna guess park domain all right bagel i'm with john it's probably a, a dominatrix website that, that was more oh dominatrix okay emma um clothing all right emma clothing good guess oh that is a good guess all right Ooh. so bitch.com is a guy who's pissed off about a cruise he went on that he did not get a refund for. <laughs> wow. 
Yeah, I could, I could see this guy registering it super early and hang on to that domain for dear life. Like, um, that's wow. it. Bitch.com, a crystal cruises story. Yeah, early adopter, a dear friend, Gary Gattel, bought rifle.com years ago, and that's what he sells rifle fairings under. Mm-hmm. And so many, you know, gun companies have tried to approach him for that domain. He's like, nope, it's mine. Isn't that interesting? Okay. Here's wow. all right. Ready for another one? Okay. Yes. Trackday.com. Oh, uh, oh, track day. Yeah, no, I, yeah, that's that's gonna be um, uh, planning like calendar and, and and sunlight tracking and things like that. It's gonna uh, measure the ambient hours of sunlight in your life and make you feel good. New agey. Okay, in two words, we'll do that. But okay, <laughs> um, bagel. What do you think? Um, I think that this is a uh, a news website devoted to field track and field. Uh, Ooh, news. trackday.com. John, what do you think? <laughs> So I'm going to go to the obvious and say it's a it's a it's a website for track days for cars. Ooh, for okay, mm-hmm. and Emma, um, I think it's a website where you can buy um, sports apparel and running underwear. shoes and stuff for running underwear on the track. <clears throat> okay, all good guesses. Well, guess what? It's a website where you can find a track day for motorcycles. Wow. Hey, wow. Track days, riding schools, trackday.com. I did not know this. Hmm. I thought that was really helpful. Trackday.com. Find a motorcycle track day near you. Does it work? Did you test uh, it? I, did, I didn't, it but says, it looks, it, looks it, good. It says 2021 dates coming soon. Since it's August already, I don't know if they're quite up to date. Oh, uh, well. <laughs> but it's a nice idea. We'll <laughs> put it that way. Yeah. Um, this one, oh, this one, uh, wait, wait, I can do that one. That one. Okay. I got a good one. Uh, don't look at the screen. My eyes are closed. Don't look at the screen. My eyes okay. Are closed. This one is, <laughs> okay. This one is brap.com. B-R-A-P. Brap.com. Mm. Oh, I know what this is. Don't we yeah? usually have more A's or P's if we this talk about it? This is B-R-A-P.com. Brap. I, oh, it just came to me. Mm-hmm. British rap. Ooh. <laughs> okay. Emma? Anti-flatulence medication. Okay. <laughs> and bagel? Um, the Brazilian airmail service. Ooh. And John? Oh, I think it's uh, underwear. <laughs> How does underwear the default? <laughs> okay, brap.com, B R A P, is actually redirects to life alert. So I'm going to give this one to Emma as flagellants uh, medication. <laughs> yes. Because I said, if you get anywhere close, I'll give you a point. I think okay. underwear is closer. Help, I fall and I can't get up. Why I mean, does brap.com take you to life alert? Help. Yeah. I've fallen and I can't get up. And you know the thing I've been that I'm my phone. most about those adverts is all the women on it look younger than me. Oh, <laughs> all the not- women are lying. That is, that is not true. Okay, this because they've fallen over and can't get up for the last day. All right, you guys ready for another one? Don't look, Morgan. I'm not. I'm, star- I'm okay. staring at the ground. Okay. All right, this one you is me all day. crap. Dot com b r a a a p dot com wrap dot com that's uh, uh, a Brazilian triple a <laughs> you know for roadside assistance in Brazil. <laughs> <laughs> all right John 
uh, BR. Rap. All right, I'm just gonna go. It's it's uh, dirt bike training. Okay, bagel. I think it's a dirt bike online forum. Okay, and Emma. I think it's something to do with soccer. Oh, wow. interesting. Well, I thought that this was interesting as well, that brap.com is a snowmobile uh, oh. group of films, merchandise, and apparel that you can buy. Snow machines. Brap. I know, right? I'm like, what? They make the noise. No, they make the noise. Yeah, yeah. I just, I never associate brap, you know, with snowmobiles that's all well, that's because Perhaps you don't ride them somewhere where there was fucking snow we would <laughs> right well okay well. ready for another yes yep. so i think right now we got emma has one point bagel has one point right yeah because we're the smart ones okay yeah most your most of your guests have been underwear yeah but yeah okay <laughs> all right a clock's right you know a stopped <laughs> clock is right twice a day yeah thank you unless, unless it's a 24-hour clock Right. Twostroke.com. Oh. And that is spelled T W O twostroke.com. This is for for men with premature ejaculation. Oh my. All right, Emma, what do you think? Well, no, no, I said exactly the same as John. I think okay. it's for people who prematurely. That's that basically for a brat app. <laughs> I might need that okay. website. You better send that to me. Okay, bagel. <laughs> for a friend. Uh, I'm, I'm going to go again with porn site. <laughs> okay. Twostroke.com. I'm going park domain. Okay. Well, let's it's find a- out what it is. It's available for sale. Woo! Hey, there you go. How is oh, nobody my. using twostroke.com? For porn. <laughs> or, or any, I mean, apparently there's a lot of things. This, you can stuff, look for. this stuff is so good, you won't last. Uh oh. Well, <laughs> okay. Um, you guys, I need you to try and do better. Like I said, I'm giving you a wide Wait, landing I, field here. I got that one right for park right. domain. For yeah, you got yeah. that one. Yeah. All right, so John, you're the alone without yeah. a point. Come on. All right, a very common Honda motorcycle would be the Nighthawk. So I went to nighthawk.com. Ooh. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a that's a site for vigilantes, Marvel comic readers, or something. Yeah, my my, my nerd's coming out. It's for uh. For, uh <laughs> well, that, that's night. That's Nightwing. You don't. Yeah. Don't oh, he's Nighthawk. I was wrong. So yeah. Nighthawk.com. Not that I would know anything about nerdy stuff. Oh, I, I ride motorcycles. <laughs> 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 uh, I'm thinking. Uh, uh, it's a it's a website for. People like to do birding at nighttime. I'm going spiritual <laughs> healing. Ooh, all right, bagel. Um, a website devoted to military aviation technology. Wow, mm. nice, good, Emma. It's a support group for incurable bedwetters. From one nighthawk to another, it's good to meet you. And you can get discounts on rubbish. (laughs) Excuse me. Nighthawk.com. The bridge to Aboriginal employment and training. So close. What? It's a wholly owned indigenous company based in Ottawa, Ontario. Hmm. They offer a diverse group of products and services to both the public and the private sector. 
Very cool. Awarded that's healthcare great. medical device and equipment license. I don't know. That's not spiritual healing. I was so close. Uh, you know, I'm really, I'm trying to, I'm trying to give you guys like, I don't know, that, as much that, room that as don't look. Range. I saw that. Unfortunately, you were. <clears> yeah, there, so you I'm, can't. Out, I'm out of this one. Okay. Well, this one, uh, I'm really, I tried to, I tried to make it easy for you guys. I did. This one is Harley.com. Oh, that's got to be something to do with Marvel, Harley Quinn. <clears throat> oh, good guess. Yeah, I, I, think that, I think that redirects to Harley Davidson. Oh, okay. Harley.com. Yeah. John? I think it absolutely has something to do with the motorcycles, and it may be a parts website. Mm. Well, you guys would not have guessed this one. <laughs> <laughs> Harley.com is, in fact... <laughs> a website for a man named Harley Hahn and his big cat. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> what, what does it say about the cat? <laughs> um, I'm not sure. Uh, welcome to a comfortable place for people with long attention spans to think, learn, and have fun. Uh, th- near the bottom, there's a one of the clickable <clears throat> things is young girls and phones. Uh, don't, yeah. don't click on that. Yeah, we won't <laughs> click on that. Uh, he's a author. And a creator of books and essays and young girls and phones. And we're not going to look at that, but he has a very pretty cat. So Harley.com is for a man and his cat. Eyes closed. Didn't see that one coming, did you? <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. Come on. I want you guys. I want to end on, on a good one. Oh, okay. Maybe Bagel will know this one. <clears> hmm. <throat> Scooter.com. Oh. Oh. Oh, Bagel. Have you ever gone to scooter.com? I don't know. You only go to scooter scootertrash.com. No. I'm I'm gonna say that that's gonna I'm gonna say that's a park domain. Mm -hmm. It could be anything though. It could be new age health, it could be underwear. Excuse me. John, you look like we've broken you each time. I, I'm going to go uh, hotel reservations. Oh, okay. Register with scooter.com. All right, John. I think it's for uh, children who are to, uh, moving into being toddlers. But not okay. Yet. And Emma? I think it's something to do with Scooter Libby. That guy. Scooter Libby. <laughs> oh, my God. Do you remember? <clears throat> yes. Dug that reference out of the graveyard. All right. Scooter.com. Is where they sell mobility scooters. Uh, you know what? I feel uh, that should. I think I was power wheelchairs, manual wheelchairs, lift chairs, and other mobility products. Oh, I think that John should sense. get that. I was close there. What did you say, John? Well, about children, you know, being toddlers, but it's somebody. Who's no, it's no, the exact no, opposite that side is of not life. It it's, at no, all. It's somebody who's somebody no. not mobile. It's no, it's, no. Babies aren't aren't they? They're mobility challenged. No, I'm not giving you that one. Um. Okay. Oh, let's. What do you? When you leave, I'm, I'm, I'm going for ice cream. I'll be back in a moment. Wait. Where are you going? No. No. Come back. Cream. We got two more. Emma. Did she really just one. leave? She's yep, going she's for done. ice cream. <laughs> oh Jesus! She's so done with this. Okay. All right. I have. We have two more left. Should we all hide right before she comes back? This one is <laughs> AmericanIron.com. I mean, oh, that Buzz, was, that, Buzz doesn't that have that. Magazine. That yeah, it was, it was Buzz Canner's magazine. He was just here. Yeah, yeah. Came and visited dad. 
AmericanIron.com. Is that what you're going with? No, no, no. Yep. He has he has Tammy Communications. This you would think so. Um, I'm gonna go park domain. No, I'm gonna tell you there are no park domains. Oh, so yeah, I, this is a real website. All right, uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go horseshoeing. All right, I'm, I'm gonna go with weightlifting. Weightlifting and John. Well, I said it. It was uh, it's uh, that old magazine. It's a leftover domain. They probably got stuff what there. one would think but in fact it's a scrap metal site uh, huh. well literal american iron <laughs> it is literally american iron yeah, but they also get steel and aluminum all right yeah all right maybe, maybe they have american steel and american aluminum too <laughs> all right we have one left emma hello all right emma emma hold on Jeez, <laughs> All right, Emma, we have one left. You no, with us on this? Yeah. And John, you are exempt from this one. Why? All right. All right, everybody. Bigthumpers.com. Oh, that's porn. Bigthumpers.com. <laughs> that's very specific porn where they just... <laughs> Huge tracks of land. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got porn bagel. What are you thinking? Bigthumpers.com. It is a website that is ded- dedicated to Clydesdale horses. Ooh, okay. Emma? Hmm. Bigthumpers.com. I think it is animal related. I'm going to go for like fucking rabbits or something. <laughs> <laughs> See, fucking rabbits or rabbits? Just <laughs> John, do you want to tell them what BigThumpers.com is? It is a website for people who love Big Thumper motorcycles. And who I, owns this domain? I own that domain. There it is. Oh. Yeah. Nice. The adventure it, begins now. And it's for sale for $1 million. <laughs> $1 million. <laughs> Isn't that where Naked Jim posed in front of those rocks and he's like in, on his bike? Naked, <laughs> I <thought>. don't know. <laughs> All right. So what did you guys think of that? The domain name game challenge. <laughs> Big fun. That was Isn't that interesting? How <laughs> things that there are such common terms that we know of in the motorcycle community and how they can be something completely different. Not to mention how many are actually available. Well, Domain's got, he has some fun there because they, they, they made some some snafus they didn't really think about in, in over time. Some famous ones was the Italian um, uh, uh, energy uh, and power generator. It was powergen.italia. So powergenitalia. Oh, saw it read. <laughs> um, there was also therapistfinder.com, but it also reads as, well, the rapist finder. Oh, God. And, and of course, the most famous was Penn Island. Dot com where you could buy pens penis land yeah <laughs> I, um i remember one there's um um a, a suburb of north sacramento called forney f-o-r-n-i and there was um a catering company <laughs> the forney caterers there go, yeah. <laughs> oh my god all right well i think it's time to talk about our next topic and the reason why I Morgan is here. Well, that's the only reason I'm here. You don't like me? No. <laughs> no. Okay. Well, <laughs> well, you're actually here because your bike isn't charging fast enough. You couldn't no. get home. 
<laughs> yeah. Uh huh. I offered to, I offered to talk about electric stuff because I wanted to give uh, several updates on stuff on just what the industry is doing. It's been a while. It's it's, it's been a spell. you know it's been a while. And and throughout the years on this podcast, we've talked with Energica, with um, Alta, with Zero, with uh, Monday Motorbikes. Um, we've and and Lightning. We've tried to kind of keep our finger on the pulse as electric bikes were coming up. And um, there's, there's been, I mean, in, in some cases you could say there's been a lot of updates and new things, but in another way, I'd say not a lot has changed in the last five years. If you recall, our first guest was Kenyon from zero, like 10 years ago, almost. Yep. Wow. We've been recording this long. It was long. And he said, about every five years, the tech technology has advanced so much that anything that's five years old is pretty much obsolete because that's how fast it's changing. Would you say it's still the same, Morgan, that in the last five years? I wasn't in it five years ago. Oh, but still, would you own a five-year-old uh, you know, it, it zero? Would, it, it, would be, it would be showing it's actually, I do own one. Uh, funny, I'm trying to revive it. Um, it was given to us by some friends i'm trying you have to have a, a mission right no i have no. energica a zero and a bramo a bramo how old is that bramo's 2014 i successfully revived that with the help of one of the guys who came down for um uh, uh not refuel uh, arma mm -hmm. a formula lightning his mm -hmm. name is dick illman and he's a, a dear friend of arthur coetz who founded formula lightning the electric racing division in arma and uh, Dick, uh, up until recently, had been racing Bramos and picked himself up a new Zero to do racing on that. He's very happy with it. But the one I had uh, had died. And he came out and very graciously spent his time poking and prodding around and found the bad fuse. That was wow. it. But I've got some other stuff I've got to do with it. There's um, The cells aren't balancing like they're supposed to. So it's way... It, 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 it could be better... Uh, healthy battery wise. And I've, I've got myself a little power, uh, a, uh, a DC power supply that I'm just going to alligator clip and, and manually charge the thing. So the cells are more in balance, but that's, that's nerd stuff. So we've had, um, uh, new players to the game and uh, now a lot of these manufacturers, I mean, Energica zero, they've been making bikes for a while now. Yeah. The first one was 2014 and I started in the U S in 2017. <clears throat> So what what is the latest? What is the newest? What is the greatest? So there's been product updates on all the lines. I thought I'd start with zero because they're our, our closest neighbors and they have been in the game the longest mm -hmm. um, and they have the widest uh, a variety of, of bikes and diversified, you know, uh, different types, everything from supermoto to a kind of light <laughs> motocross to um, street bike, a kind of dual sport thing. And then their flagship ones are kind of the naked street fighter and the kind of um, sport touring look. It's, it's, it's the same bike, just with and without fairings. And, uh, you know, uh, and then mo most recent thing is they did a facelift on their supermoto, which is my favorite of their bikes. It's the um, was called the FXS. Mm -hmm. And it's the same thing as their dirt bike, just with, you know, street wheels and different suspension. Um uh, uh, like a year or so ago, one of those uh, concept design companies did some artistic drawings of like, what if we made it look really cool? And so that got the attention of zero. And uh, they worked with Brian Wisman, who's the the head of the, the I think I might, might get his position wrong, but he's like the VP of, of design over there. And he came from Bramo. He designed the SRF and the, uh, all that stuff. Um, 
he made it a little more, uh, he tweaked it a little bit, and uh, they basically just re- released that uh, as the FXE. It's the same thing as the FXS, but the, the body is like updated. It has like this cool white and red um, art so, style to it. They give it a color screen. It's and a style. Just style. Purely style change and a color screen. <clears throat> that's that's their newest and latest thing. I saw a ton of them at IMS uh, a couple of weeks ago. I was at Insonoma, um, which was actually a really cool event because live wires are there energica had a booth there and zero had a booth and there were 15 like demo live wires and probably 30 or 40 zeros and it was interesting because there were demo rides from harley and yamaha and suzuki and and all but like a huge amount of demo rides of live wires and zeros so half of the demo rides i would say were electric because i'm watching as the day goes past just big swaths of electric bikes are going past and it normalized it for a lot of people i thought it was really cool to be able to see um, so many electric bikes and people are going looking around and going, what the, what is that? They want to know more. And, and, mm-hmm. and that is hard because with the gas bikes, you can just refuel it. Emma, you recall when we were at uh, AMA vintage days with Phil from Cleveland moto doing zero test rides. And it was, you didn't have enough time to recharge a bike. It was right. quite, quite the, the game trying to leapfrog and get bikes charged to have enough bikes. And there was a lot of interest, but yeah, that was, that was hard. So a couple <clears throat> things have changed. Um, the zeros SRF and SRS have naturally uh, a whole lot more powerful charging on them than, than, than the FX line. Mm-hmm. Um, they will char- charge fully in two hours. And so what zero yeah. did is they had behind their, um, the, next to their trailer, they had another massive generator uh, just powering a big bank of level two charging stations that um, they were just, you know, rotate bikes in and out of there and then cycle them in. And because the batteries have gotten more dense and I don't think the, the, um, the, t- the demo route was particularly long. I think they could pretty much rotate bikes in and out all day and not yeah. worry about them being depleted. Well, I want to ask you, what would you say right now is the best bike on the market that has all the things that uh, for the price, for the range, for the charging time, for the function and for the styling, what do you think is the best bike out there? The one I want that would be fit my needs the most is probably uh, um, there's there's two that are that are close-ish, but I would say the uh, the one for me is Energica's Eva Rebella RS. The RS is overkill. I don't need that extra power, but I want it. <laughs> um, so that um, and, I'll, and I'll go into the changes that Energica has done. The next runner up for me would probably be Zero's SRS with, um, there's a special modification. You can get extra charging AC power on it, but that generally only benefits Europe because of the way our grid is built. Mm -hmm. However, um, Creative Florida man, Scott Harkless, has made a mod that integrates, uses all of Zero's hardware to give you the option to plug into two stations at the same time Mm -hmm. and draw the full power to reduce it to a one hour charge. Oh, Wow. Useful mod doesn't void the warranty of the bike because it uses all of Zero's hardware just with some clever relays and and, right. and brackets and stuff that he built. Hmm. Um, so that would be attracted because the SRS has at least an attempt at streamlining. Has that, that also be the it. SRF? Would that the be S- the same? It, it would, it would, fu- the mod would function on that, but, okay. but the SRF is completely li- naked. And if I want to ride longer distances, I want that arrow. Okay. Yeah, definitely. Now let's talk about the live wire. And I mean, I think we can all agree 
none of us would have expected Harley to have made a great electric motorcycle. What do you think, Morgan? Now you've had a chance so, to ride one and yeah. they've been around now. What I, what I will say about the live wire is the major, major change that, that happened because there was a major change originally up, up until very recently, the Harley Davidson live wire was a $30,000, you know, electric motorcycles, well-built. Mm-hmm. Um, we had it here at the, you know, when, mm-hmm. when Diego got here and showed his off, but it's very hard to justify that price point. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. For whatever reason, and I have theories, I don't know if I'm allowed to go into them publicly here uh, on why they did this, but Harley kind of pulled a buell and they split the live wire off into its own entity. They and, should have done that with Buell. Well, yeah. Sooner. I mean, yeah. Um, they, they, it is now, uh, the company is Livewire and the bike is the Livewire One. Um, it no longer has Harley branding on it. Um, they changed like a cosmetically a little bit of the plastics and the color schemes you can get at. They also reduced the price by like $7,500. Oh. So as oh, opposed nice. to 30000 it is now like twenty two six, I think. And then they say like with incentives, it's under twenty. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is all true. Um, but That's they awesome. also dramatically like there's now only three dealers. They they, they mm. plan to grow more, but they're not this is not a Harley anymore. There's now mm. only like three live wire dealers in the country. Well wow. that, that will probably change, but it was just a but, real dramatic. But there are thing. Harley dealers who are selling live wires too. Yeah, they have leftover stock and the yeah. yeah, but they're no longer being sold under the Harley brand. Like new ones are only being made under the live wire. But brand. Harley dealerships can still be a live wire dealer I, too. I don't I prob- probably, but I think there's a, right now, right now, I think there's only three. Okay. Um well I know yeah. here our own San Jose Harley Davidson, they have live wires. Do they have the, the the new live wire one that's the white, I, white I, and black. I don't know, but I assume okay. that if they still choose to sell, they could. Um, but but would, you, would you agree? Well, yeah, go ahead. Well, do you know if Harley's going to be producing aftermarket parts for that, or you know, what do they just have a bunch of new old stock now that they're going to use, or how are they are they going to support? It's it's a great question because I know there's mixed feeling from dealers because the dealers had to have a big buy-in package, yeah, to be able to support the live where it came with everything, including the boat hook. Which is a <laughs> yeah. long, a long rod with a curve at the end of it. So if if the technician is yeah. getting electrocuted, you could pull them off and not, uh, not die. Uh, and but then they had to you know put in a DC station and have all the training right. and all the parts there. So I don't know. I would I would love to hear from a Harley dealer. Like I'd love to hear from uh, the uh, Livermore dealership that I've been to. This is not unprecedented in the motorcycle industry at all. You know Yamaha. Um, and they, funnily enough, I got back to integrating it oh, in the brand. You're, you're yeah. breaking up, Emma. Your, your connection is yeah. poor, Emma. Sorry. There you go. How about that? Okay. 15 years ago, Yamaha said, none of our cruisers are going to be marketed as Yamahas anymore. They're going to be part of its own entity called the Star, Star brand. Yeah. And they've gone back to Yamaha. But you could walk into a Yamaha dealer and you'd have all the Yamahas there and then all the star bikes there all on the same roof all supported by the same manufacturer but a different line the star bikes didn't have a yamaha anywhere on them and i think that's where harley are going to go with the live wire because the live wire is just one model and there is potential for a lot more you um, know there's Potential for the electric bike. There's the potential for the sports bike. There's potential for the cafe racer. So, if you 
regard uh, uh, LiveWire as the 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 beginning of it, and then the model within. Toyota have done the same with the Prius. Prius is its own thing now. So along, I'm glad you brought that up because I, I'm actually a little confused, and I, and I haven't really bothered to look on why uh, exactly this is happening. But it was my understanding that Harley was going to be building a whole series of electric bicycles, um, and yes. um, <laughs> and they uh, were going to market them under the Livewire brand. They've done this, but it's 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 known as the Serial One. Like it's not the Livewire; it's it's the it's the Serial One e-bike. So I'm confused if they split off another entity or what, because I thought they were going to put all these electric vehicle, all these things under one one roof of live. I, it, it's not been it's, done. It's a very American thing, Morgan. And what it is, is at some stage in corporate, somebody has said, that is your target audience. And by using this name, we will alienate them. So you will come up with a new name. The... um. I, there was a discussion and someone else posited a theory that because Harley is a publicly traded company, they didn't like that. They had to publicly reveal the sales stats of the, of the live wire, which may not have been what they wanted, oh. but if they move it to a private entity, then they don't have to release that info. Oh no, I think they just still do. No, I think it is they're going for very, very targeted audiences. We've already seen that. People who are buying electric motorcycles now are very, very different than just mainstream motorcycle people. So you're 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 into a very, very different dem demographic of people who have got a very different um, idea, well, ideal motorcycle, a very different level of education. It's so, the early adapters, or as I like to call the wackadoos. No, well, that, no, that's not entirely fair, Liza, but, you know... It's, no, it's, it's early adapters is what you call people who get into the it. tech early to support it and knowing that they are the guinea pigs to right. build it. People like to be a part of that. But, you know, if we go back to Star, at some stage, Yamaha said to themselves, we are losing sales of our cruiser bikes because they've got Yamaha written on them. And if we take all that away and call them by their own thing, so people don't feel ashamed to be riding a Yamaha, we're going to sell more bikes. Did it work to a certain extent? You know, it was always a Yamaha star to people who knew, even though it didn't say it. Kawasaki did the same with the Vulcan. Honda kind of tried to do the same thing with a Shadow, but never quite pulled it off. But what I'm saying, Morgan, is not unprecedented in the motorcycle or indeed the car industry. You know, Lexuses are basically Toyotas with a bit of faux wood grain trim inside. Infinities um, are basically Nissans. Yeah, and Acura. You know, well, if you guys different market. If you if you guys think that that live wire is expensive at thirty thousand. No, 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 no. It was it, that it was twenty two. But it's still hey, no, even I. Yeah. When it came out thirty thousand, you can get it's top hard. of the line. It's, it's hard to justify zero for twenty thousand. How do you justify it? Well, my question is, how do you justify this? The vector. Have you heard of the arc vector? It's yes, I have heard of it. They start at a hundred and eighteen thousand. Oh, by two. <clears throat> I don't. I don't know if they're already on the road, but um, um, I'm trying to. Here's a picture of it. Reserve my vector. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. 
I don't, I don't think there are any on the road. And I think this is still purely in the concept stage. Well, I'm saying there's somebody who is well, you prepared to sell. There's a whole bunch of, of ridiculous, right. of, of over a hundred K. Like if you look at well, the, the, uh, Saralea, I think there's or the Curtis or the, the leader Sora. Or I mean, there's, uh, there, but it's interesting that there is there's several uh, people electric- who think that that's a niche market to be filled. The very high priced. Yeah. Mm-hmm. electric motorcycles yeah those those are the um yeah the goldilocks pricing this is the you know the, well, the ridiculous tier one that that they want to make a limited run of and and sell it as an art piece essentially i have do we know do we know if um if eric Buell's uh new venture is going to be high-end like this or is it more sort of consumer if, if you're talking about the fuel the, yeah, that's um, that that's that's marketed as a commuter bike hmm. yeah it's got a hub motor and it's, I really haven't heard anything, any change in about a year and a half. Uh, I don't have any new information on it. And I'm, I'm curious to see, I'm not a fan of hub motors, but I like Eric and I believe in Eric. Um, yeah. Well, personally, I think anyone, uh, any business uh, may be struggling right now. So let's oh, these, bring up those websites. Make me mad. Liza. Let's no bring list. up the <laughs> fuel flow that you just said. Here it is. And this bike, uh, designed by by Eric Buell, as you said, do you yeah. guys want to take a guess at how much this bike is retailing for? Keep in mind, there aren't any on the road yet. <clears throat> oh, I, I think I saw this. Isn't it like 20 or something? It's not expensive. <laughs> uh, they're claiming that they start at $11,000. Yeah. yeah. It's meant to be a commuter and affordable. I think it was between eleven and sixteen is what I, my vague memory is telling me. Yeah, I thought when I when I saw the twenty, I think that was just everything top line spec. Hmm. But um, so define commuter. I mean, how fast uh, does it? Here, what I what I remember, uh, it, was, it was very eighty five biz- miles an hour. What I remember it. about it, it was it was bizarre because it had a ridiculously fast zero sixty, and then they capped it at like seventy five or something. Uh, well, it says 85 miles okay. for his maybe, top. Maybe it's changed, but again, this is not necessarily mm-hmm. that's not you know fuel's website, so I don't know if these people are capable of reading a manufacturer's specs anyway. I, I'm not a fan of these websites that have lists of here's the best electric things on the thing. Yeah, they're, we'll deal with it because that's what I'm using. They're so they're so, so often wrong. <laughs> oh, I have a so I have a question for everyone. Super so close because we like I said, we've been tracking these, and there's a lot of players in the field. We know that um Vespa and um, uh, KTM, and we we know that there's other brands, BMW, uh, that are all looking in the market, want to get into the market, but who's pulled the plug yet? I, I know there's talks at Kawasaki and others, um, but are my question is, there are more and more of these cheap, I'm calling them cheap, Chinese brands, and my question is, are they relevant? Do they count? For instance, uh, what I have on the screen here is the Super Soko TC. And this has a retail price that starts at $5,250. Wow. These things are insanely popular in Europe. Hmm. With a top speed of just under 60 miles per hour. Yep. It's a hub motor. It's low power, but that's what it's meant to be. And um, in Europe, they, you know, they have uh, very different uh, licensing laws than we do here. Anything 
under 11 kilowatts in, in terms of power is like you don't necessarily need a motorcycle license. So this is something that you don't have to have special uh, uh, training or, or, or licenses to, to be able to own and operate. It's very accessible for a lot of people and it's, you know, low maintenance. It's, it's great. It's, it's, it's their, it's the perfect commuting machine for them. If they live in a you know city and don't need to go fast. Um, yeah, they're extremely popular, but are they relevant in the U S market? Here's another one. The Horwin Polish CR six well, it's, it's a Chinese bike developed uh, being distributed by a Polish company. And this Horwin. one, uh, boasts a top speed of 57 miles per hour. See, that one's interesting because and it has, I'm oh, sorry, starts at $7,600. It's interesting because that is one of the rare, uh, electric motors with a three-speed transmission. Oh yeah. Uh, it's a liquid cooled motor. It's tiny. I've seen these things up close in person. Uh, I know who makes this for them. Um, and I'm not a fan of the transmission, or maybe it was six speed. I don't remember, but it's, it's got a, tra- it's got a unique proprietary transmission and, and uh, liquid cooling on the motor. Um, but again, very popular in Europe. Well, uh, my question, I mean, and to the misfits here, is it relevant? Is a, under ten thousand dollar electric bike that cannot hit sixty miles an hour is it relevant? This thing bugs me because they listed as most silent electric motorcycle. Forget, forget that. They're not forget that, Morgan. Not. Yeah, forget that. <laughs> but is it relevant? I'm asking you guys. What do you think? I think problem with America. It is so diverse and so large. You can't just say, is it relevant? If you were to take, so let's take this four-win CR6 that we're looking at right now. Mm-hmm. For an urban environment, so let's pick any city, San Francisco, yep. Seattle, Houston. Yes, it's probably relevant in cer- certain circumstances. For a long-distance commute, perhaps in the Midwest or in California on the freeways where you need a freeway to get anywhere, probably not so. Europe is laid out very, very differently to America. And in terms of geography, of course, it is a lot smaller. I could see riding that around any town in England. I could see riding it all over Holland all over Germany, France maybe not so much because it's larger, and Spain definitely not. So, yes, it's in relevant Asia. in a certain spot. Um, and truthfully, that applies to all motorcycles. You know, what we have there is a motorcycle with the performance of a 125. Mm-hmm. Now, 125 yeah. still uh. sell pretty well in America, but with very, very specific goals in mind. If you buy a 125, you're not going to be riding it over Highway 17 every day to a job in San Jose. No, this that's a thing for back roads and... And right. you know, exactly. large city environments. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, I, I agree. It's a much so, and I, I th- what I find is interesting here is what I'm, what I'm point, trying to point out is, especially as we are following the progress of the electric, you know, motorcycle industry, we have to remind ourselves that here in the U.S., 
our needs are different than in Europe and in Asia, and that we are more specific to our needs. And that may be why we're so much more reluctant, because you need to have uh, higher distance, you know, and faster speeds and faster charging times here to get into the market. Well. I'll, okay, I'll have to deviate afterwards because I got a, mm-hmm. I have a tool thing, to, segment to go into. Um, but I just, I just, I'm trying to like point out that perspective. We have to, I, you know, I, I think what we find ourselves in America right now, and I'm talking about right now, August 29th, 2021. The, the infrastructure is not keeping up as much as we we would like it to. In mm-hmm. Europe, they've kind of bought a lot more wholesale into it. And I think Morgan's predicament this evening <laughs> is a reflection mm-hmm. of that. And yes, it's a unique set of circumstances, but it's by no means unprecedented. We need more charging stations. We need more quality charging stations so that when demand is high at the weekend or when people are traveling, there are sufficient charging stations for the vehicles that are out there. And I think that this little snapshot in time, we are a little bit lacking. Yeah. Well, and I wanted to check in because um, what I have up on the screen now is a scooter. And, and it seems like the scooters are, you know, the, what we're talking about. For here, not scooters aren't as popular because they don't have the distance and the speed that we really think that we need. Bagel proves otherwise, but that we think that we need. Um, so you would think there would be a ton more scooters. What I have up here is a Gogoro Smart Scooter 2. Have you heard of these, Morgan? I have not. And this one has a top speed of 28 miles per hour, and <clears throat> it sells for... About $2,500. But you so, see, this is nice if you want to go 28 miles an hour. Well, but Bagel, there's a lot yeah. of scooters yeah. out there that will never That's exceed that speed. That's C3 kind of power. Right. Right. So what we have to do, well, let's, let's, let's look at this whole scooter thing mm-hmm. as a whole. What are the advantages of electric propulsion? It's very clean. It's very smooth. It's very quiet. Very linear. All these traits lend themselves perfectly to a scooter. Perfectly. Because if you think about it, scooters are designed to be that way. Scooters tend to be very quiet very smooth, just a nice environment to be. So they had this, just this broad appeal. I think that thing's absolutely brilliant. I love it. I love everything about it. I think the design's amazing. I love the color. It's mm-hmm. modern. It's high tech. I think that's fucking brilliant. I, what I, I, I agree. I, I think I think it's, it's a beautiful bike, but I would really like to have double the performance of what it what it offers. You do, because, but bagel. But, but I, mean, I mean, as a minimum, as a minimum, let me say. And, and honestly, to to really be practical, you really need more than that. Because uh, who, first of all, who buys fifty cc bikes? I mean, that that's pretty limited to 
very very young writers and like college students who need something mm-hmm. very cheap to get around with. And for that, mm-hmm. sure, this might be good. But for your average writer, I just don't think that's going to be enough. I, I, I really would like to see more models you know, like that that have a lot more power and range because that's going to make it a much more useful bike. Actually, you're forgetting something really important here. Yeah. And this would be the reason why I'm seeing so many of these like super 73 version of like e-bike things. You know what I'm talking about? <clears throat> They're everywhere. They're huge right now. Well, what are you, I'm not sure what you're referring to. E-bicycles. Okay. You've not, you've not seen the super 73. I don't know what that is. It's an e-bicycle, with big fat tires and uh kind of like uh, classic, bike, classic like bicycle cruiser cruisers. Yeah. Yeah. No, 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 no. It looks like... No, don't go to JP. So go to super73.com. Okay. Hold on. Hold on. There, I found one. Okay. It looks like this. Right? Yeah. It's okay, motorcycle-ish, so right? It's got pedals, and it's okay. got a battery pack. So why are yeah. these so big right now? Well, because you do not need a license right. to ride it. And they right. have about the same speed as that scooter. Yep. I've ridden them. They're fun. Mm-hmm. There's yeah. a huge market for things you don't need a license for. I, I know this company. They can't keep up with demand. These things are These flying. things are flying right, right, right now. But the scooter is going to be registered as probably as a moped in California because of the limited power. Right. And you're still going to need a license for it. This, you're not. This is an e-bike because it's got pedals. It's yeah. a totally different beast. Well, no, I and mean. Right. And you don't need to insure it. <laughs> Yeah. It's a completely different market. I want one. They're really cool. They are great. Get one. Um, Get one. <laughs> I'll, I'll put in a good word for you. But um, um, I want to go back to Bagel. Yeah. I want to ask you, so tell us about electric scooters. What is available? What's out there? Because I remember, okay. didn't Vespa and BMW yes. had announced them? Like, yes. These are big names. Yeah, they did. So what's going on with electric scooters? Why aren't they more popular? Well, um, that's a really good question. Talk to your people. They're... Uh, I've been trying, man. I've been trying. <laughs> Wait <laughs> and, a minute. Hold on. Bagel. So, why don't yeah. you have an electric scooter yet? Well, oh, I've oh. been trying to work on that, <laughs> but um, I'm, I'm, give me, give me some time. Okay. <laughs> but there are a number of electric scooters out there that I think are actually worthy of consideration. Um, now you, you mentioned several of them so far. One is the BMW. They came out with their uh, BMW C Evolution, mm-hmm. which was uh, basically the, the electric version of the BMW C650 scooter, which is sort of a, a maxi scooter. And, and their electric version has, has <clears throat> good, good power, good speed, good range. Um, but it, it came with a pretty hefty price for, for a scooter. Um, it's, uh, it, now the C evolution came, comes with a 35 kilowatt motor has a 74 mile an hour top speed, yeah. uh, a range of about a hundred miles. It's, it's a nice um, big scooter. I've seen it in person. It's, yeah. it's, it's nice. Yeah. But, it's really, it's really well made. You know, it's the kind of quality you'd expect from BMW, but it is, it is a maxi scooter. So it is, it is a big scooter and it also sits pretty high. And I just, yeah. you know, I, I, I just couldn't. It's it wasn't something that really clicked for me, um, but for people who I've heard have ridden them, they really they really like them. Uh, I'm sure they're very good, you know, top of the line quality bikes. Um, however, from what it looks like, 
that bike is ending production or has yep. probably already ended production. It just, as I recall, updated the product line. There was something that replaced it. Right. They, BMW has just announced they're coming out with a new electric scooter for 2022 Ooh. called the CE04. Now, I, uh, I did not have time to find uh, any sort of uh, stats for this bike, mm-hmm. um, although the BMW website does say that they're offering it starting at 11795 Oh, um, that's so, in the range, would you say, or no? Um, I mean, it's, it's similar to what the, the BMW C evolution was, okay. um, except this bike seems like it's a whole lot longer. Well, maybe not longer, but it's a whole lot lower, which I really like. Yeah. Um, the, the center of gravity seems like it, they've, they've done a lot of work to move that much farther down, uh, which, which makes it much more appealing to me. Mm. Um, now the, also they completely redesigned the looks of the bike. This thing looks like it's something out of Akira. I have to say, yeah, um, it, it, it was, it was a bit of a head turn. It's still a scooter, which wasn't, yeah. didn't pique my interest that much, but I, I forgot about that. Yeah. Sorry. I, yeah. I, yeah. And I, I, I really, I, I don't know if this is something I'd, I'd want to go for. Um, I, I, I don't, I never, never imagined myself as being a BMW owner, but I definitely would like to, to test ride this when it comes out. So I'm going to keep my eye on that one, uh, which again is the BMW CE04. <laughs> You got a picture. That is weird looking. I looks like something from Back to the Future. Yeah, like that they would have made of what something would look like in the future, right? Looks like a con. No, I like it. It looks like like quite angular. It's Hmm. it's. I like the side with it with the rear wheel where you can see all the rear all the rear wheel. That's Mm -hmm. that's. That's good looking. Look yeah. at that. Oh, it's a single swing arm. That's a, yeah. that's a, okay. Single sided swing arm. And well, it has I, a storage I, compartment in the middle of it too, where you can fit a helmet inside of. Can we, can we talk a little bit about, um, cause we're getting very excited about this. Can we talk a little bit about the Vespa? Because. Well, that was my next five one. Five years up. ago. Five <laughs> years. Yes. Well, let's do, let's do that. Uh, five years because, ago, Vespa had a production ready. Yep. Electric scooter which looked good which was priced right which was all the things well and i haven't seen i've yet to see one. well well the the original electric that vespa came out with the original vespa electrica <clears throat> it, it was it, it was not cheap it was it was close to ten thousand dollars and the original model only went 28 miles an hour so it was it kind of a, it was kind of a flop i have to say however um vespa has re-engineered the electrica um, they have a well. They have the the original version still, I believe, but they also have a a more powerful version out now, which has a four kilowatt motor with a forty five mile an hour top speed. I, I think I think I found a picture of it. Is this it? Uh, no. <laughs> no, that is a majority <laughs> scooter that you probably find on scooter.com. <laughs> no, but uh, also at the same time, Vespa has lowered the price as well, where the, the starting price for the Vespa, Vespa Electrica is now seventy five ninety nine. I, I think the, hmm. the high, the, that is actually for the higher power version. So, um, so that does make it a qu- quite a bit more appealing and, and, I didn't. I didn't realize that they had lowered the price, so uh, that makes it quite a bit more appealing <laughs> to me. And there, 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 you have it on the screen, Liza. Uh, yeah, that looks like is, a clean Vespa. I mean, yeah, all the styling. It's it's basically the same uh, model it's as changed. It's unchanged from the one I saw in 2016 when I was down at Vespa in 
Right. You know, it's, 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 it's essentially, a, it, yeah, this is a Vespa Primavera platform that's outfitted with an electric motor and battery. And, um, and it's, uh, it's, it's a, a very nice, nice quality bike. Looks, looks the part. Um, and so they're saying 7,500. Okay. So, uh, this yeah, is a purely, a purely yeah. ignorant question. Cause I'm, I don't, I'm, I'm so ignorant in the ways of scooters. Is there rear suspension or is it just hard mounted rear wheel on oh, scooters? No. It, it has a, a single shock in the rear. Okay. It's uh, so, a, uh, arm. yeah. Where, if we go back to the, to the scooter, I'll show you how they work. Liza, can you pick up that picture yeah, of the scooter? Profile. And all scooters kind of work the same way. There's a pivot. Do you see that little lump on the uh, floorboard at the back? There's a little kind of lump that looks like a tiny little loaf of bread where, you, where your passenger's feet go. Yeah. There's a pivot just behind that. And so the entire propulsion system pivots around that, and then there's a shock that's upright on the other side. So the entire engine and rear wheel go up and down. Okay, so that's so not, no. That's the not engine and rear wheel stay there. You no. go up but I'm saying, and down. It's not yeah, a hub it, motor, though. Is it yet. is it's, not a hub motor. No. Cool. I, I, be- I believe it's a gear-driven uh, electric <laughs> motor. Oh, so it's, you get you get a shift again. So you have transmission. No, no, no. It's not oh. not. It's just a direct. direct oh, okay. Oh, direct drive. Got it. Yeah, oh, okay. L- okay, got it. So another nice thing about just overall electric scooters from a from an electric design standpoint is that you know you have basically the the big lump of of area where all the the bike's stuff is motor inverter battery and because of the way scooters just kind of are all this all the battery is going to be housed in that area it would make it very easy to design one where you can pop the seat up take the battery out and bring it inside to charge it or hot swap it or whatever just as a general design feature like scooters make that easier yeah true and although Vespa does not have a removable battery, so seems, um, like, a, <laughs> seems like an obvious thing to change, well, in my opinion. But I mean, it's it's using the the electric car model where you plug the vehicle into a you know a charger. That's so, that's fine. I like having an onboard yeah. charger on there. But you know, yeah. this this is what some of the some of the new um, the new people making things are saying. Oh, we're going to have removable batteries, and they're all trying to tout that feature, which. Yeah, some people may want, some people will not want. And actually, I think I do need to make a correction. I think there there is a belt drive on the electric. I'm not positive. I'd have to see a an exploded view of the transmission. Right. You know, Vespa have really perfected that variable belt drive. Mm-hmm. I can't see them giving it up in a hurry. Yeah, because and I, it is very very good indeed. Yeah, and it and it works very. I'm sure it works very well with an electric motor, just as well. Oh as God, yeah. Gas. Yeah. Yes. This isn't. You're not sharing the screen. Right now, Interesting. Are you, Liza? Mm-hmm. You're not sharing that screen right now. No, you? you're not supposed okay. to be commentating on what I'm not sharing. I'm just trying to make sure. You're giving away all my secrets, man. <laughs> I didn't give anything away. So you're not sharing that part of your screen. That's. I'm okay. doing the behind the scenes thing. All right. I'm sorry. So, I'm to look out for your best interests. Okay. Are we going to say? Liza. Are we going to say yeah. pictures? Naked, Liza. No, 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 no. Well. I, I, yes, I was going yes, to yes, say. Yes. No, yeah. I keep those on my other computer. Oh, wait. John has my oh. other computer. Shoot. <laughs> Shoot. Dang it. John, do not open the folder that says Beaver Pooty. Oh, my God. <laughs> God help us all. 
Yeah, anyway, Liza, do you want to hear about some other electric scooters that I found in Smith? Yeah, well, we do need to wrap it up. We're getting in on time, but yeah, tell us. I, what I haven't else even is gone going the rest on. of the industry yet. I know. Right. So there, there are a few others that are out there that I think are are worth looking at. Um, now, there's one that I I don't know how available it is in the U.S., but it looks <laughs> like there's one distributor in South Dakota that carries this bike. Oh, really? Uh, this is a Spanish-made bike called a Riehu Nuke. N-U-K. Okay, if you can't pronounce it, you shouldn't be selling it here. Well, I added the name the company. It's R I E J U. That's right. Yeah, they've yeah. been making bikes forever. Oh. Yes, and they they now have an electric scooter that has an eight eight kilowatt motor that they their website says is capable of seventy one miles an hour. Hmm. And, uh, and it has. I don't not know. Sure, what not sure says. I buy that. Well, their website is riehu.es, R-I-E-J-U.es. You can check it out there for yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, they're claiming top speed of 71 miles an hour, a range between 75 and 175 miles, depending on how many batteries you stick on the thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, they're claiming a charge time of uh, between 1.8 and 5 hours, depending on how many batteries batteries you stick on there. <laughs> yeah. Bagel, are you going to be the first cross-country scooterist? Is this, is this uh, the bike? Scooterist? Yeah, well, is this going to be cross-country electric scooterist? Is this that, the bike? That, it, it's not quite up, up to that range yet. I think Bagel's going to DIY his own first. <laughs> no, Maybe. seriously. I mean, there's a we know a lot of people who've done first because mm-hmm. in the electric oh, yes. industry, it's wide open. Sure. Right. Bagel, you're the guy. If anybody, if anybody was going to do it on a scooter, on an right. electric scooter, you're the guy. And I, it's something I've thought about, and someday I would consider it. It's, it's, dude, gotta, it's gotta be feasible, you should though. reach out to Riehu. We'll see. So reach we'll out see. to him, Maybe. give Maybe. him your bio, and say, Would you loan yeah. me a bike to go cross country on? Yeah. Yeah. And if you want, yeah, we'll, we'll see, you know, but this, this actually seems like it's a, 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 a pretty, pretty nice bike based on the specs that they're showing and really is, is kind of giving the BMW a run for its money from, from what I'm seeing. Um, mm-hmm. Although I, 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 I very, I, I am very skeptical, like, like you are Morgan about the fact that they have an, an eight kilowatt motor yep. and they're saying it's capable of 71 miles an hour. <laughs> yeah. I'm having trouble with that one. Yeah. I don't know about that, but if, if, well, if, Whatever they have is giving that kind of performance. That does sound very appealing. I yeah. can tell you that Reihu are a legit manufacturer. Mm-hmm. Um, when yeah. I lived in southern Spain, which, God, was the late 80s, there were like a gazillion Reihus mm-hmm. touring yep. around. And they were like the sporty mopeds that all the cool kids wanted to ride. Yep. So. Yeah, no, they're a they're a they're a very long established and legit Spanish manufacturer. Yeah, so, so I'd, I'd I'd be interested to learn more about this yeah. Riehu Nuke and see what that's all about. Um, another bike that I found is called the Zap i three hundred. Zap Brannigan. What? <laughs> yeah, Z A P P. Zap i three hundred. I three hundred, yeah. Uh, this one has a fourteen kilowatt motor that is capable of sixty miles an hour. It says. Um, I did not find a whole lot of information about it, but it it did sound it did sound interesting. Um, there are also are a couple of manufacturers that came up when you were talking about electric bikes, uh, motorcycles, who are also making electric scooters. Um, first one I found was uh, Horwin, who makes a scooter called yeah, the EK three. That's the one that I brought up that was on that list. Which one? The Horwin is what we started oh, okay. this 
Well, the, no, he's different than the no. CR6. They have several other bo- well, models okay. of things. Yeah, this is, this is the, yeah, this is the Horwin EK3. Uh, and this this one is capable of 60 miles an hour uh, and a 63-mile range. Do they, does that have a transmission, too? Uh, I don't know. I didn't find a whole lot of details on that one. I have to but, say, I, I'm looking at the and, Zap. Yes. And I'm disappointed that they've chosen styling over function and have no cargo. I don't like it. Hmm. No yeah. cargo at all, and they just have a big, empty open space above the rear wheel. They could have had more batteries or storage or anything. Hmm. Well, Perhaps I don't know, unless there's an stage in the future. Maybe there's a, a self-fitted luggage that's well, in there. Or maybe you know, there's an accessory rack that attaches onto there. Who knows? When you're talking about scooters, when I was down... Emma, was I, I think as was I with you or was I with Jim when we went to Hollywood Electrics? I think oh, I was yeah. with Jim. And they had these scooters, Morgan, there that have like a basically a, a pickup truck on the rear. It's a single mm. seat with like a pickup truck mm. rear and an electric mm. scooter. I'm like, I love it. Mm. Nice. All function. Okay. Well, you know, we navigated onto scooters. Morgan, let's get back to bikes. Well, we actually have to wrap up. We got to leave something ah, to talk God about. Almighty. Well, Morgan, what I'm getting is. There have not been huge changes in technology. There's been changes in design and in players. Actually, well, there's there was I was saving the good stuff. Okay, for, tell us the. There was there's there's a couple of refinements that are quite nice. But what the other things I wanted to say is that there's a whole lot of records out there to be set that are open in the electric world. Mm-hmm. Uh, a, a buddy of mine, Diego, who is here, who brought his mm-hmm. live wire just like in the last month or two did the very first official cannonball run on his live wire. It's yeah, he, he came in to talk about it before he left. Yeah. Okay. So, um, yeah, he, he just, you know, there's other records out there. If you're looking to set records, electric has a unique opportunity. Um, so, um, the, the last thing I'll say about the live wire is, um, with the price drop, it's now competitive in the market price range with mm-hmm. the top end zeros, the Energicas. And we didn't even mention like the Damon. It's not a thing yet. Okay. But there's I'll, I'll, other it's, announced. It's, it's got to become a thing until it's in. Okay. Yeah. I, I'm not too interested in the concept phase stuff. Okay. Um, Energica, what they did recently, there's been a, 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 a number of refinements. The most, the, the nicest one recently was they call it the EMCE um, bike. It's the Energica Mavel co-engineered. Um, I have to stop there. You're not saying it right. It's Energica. Energica. Yes. Energica. Energica. Okay. All right. Um, let's, uh, let, me, let me adopt Liza uh, pronunciation. So the Energicas. Um, <laughs> yeah. Damn. Um, so Energica. Energica. Traditionally, the uh, Energica's motor uh, and inverter were supplied by um, a company in Oregon called Cascadia Motion, and um, they make really good stuff. Um, it was they decided to uh, partner up with a company and co-engineer their own motor and inverter, and in doing so, they they accomplished several things. First off, they knocked off like twenty two pounds off the design. Mm-hmm. They got rid of the oil bath the motor was using to cool itself and merged that with the water glycol um, uh, coolant that's in the inverter. So it's it's now the motor's running cooler and it's lighter and it's more powerful. So it's now what was essentially 150 horsepower is now 169 horsepower. Um, and because when they when they when they changed the battery configuration and made those lighter, 
now with this change to the motor inverter, the bikes basically shed 70 pounds. So yeah. one of the big things about the Energicos people always complain about is they're, they're so much heavier than the zeros of the live wire. Now they're all pretty much the same. Like the new curb weight of the Energica EMC e-bikes is um, 573. The live wire is coming in at 569. Hmm. And the zero by itself stock, the, 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 the top end SRS, there's there's configurations you have an empty pocket or the battery module or the or the charging module in there without those with the empty pockets 512 i think on the site but if you add in a battery you're up at 560 or so hmm. so all the bikes are very very similar prices and weights which just comes down to features do you want the biggest battery the fastest charging the most power or do you like the the, the, right. the quiet belt sound or the you know there's it's 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 pretty cool that they're super competitive right now in terms of of features i got a question for you you'd brought some of it so i'm going to give you the, the little stink eyes if you're allowed to talk about it. a motorcycle that is no longer um being made one of the ramo no you said that you had Mission. you had a story oh i just it was I've, I've met some more people who were Mission was out of san francisco right mi- yeah mission yeah. motorsports um uh was a a, a, a a um they were one of the early players they the were game. they were on you know jay leno's garage and all this mm-hmm. feature stuff they were an offshoot of uh joby um uh the one of the some of the joby corporations like joby aviation who have these electric powered uh, vertical takeoff plane stuff that are mm-hmm. also local very very cutting edge well they've been but gone like almost 10 years now mission's they? been gone for yeah i think like 2015 is when they shut down yeah but they had yeah. These really impressive, like way ahead of their time specs. Uh, I recently found out from someone who was really close into all this. Yeah, that was all smoke and mirrors. They didn't have anything. Uh, like there's one Mission RS bike, and I know I, I've 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 found the owner. Uh, he's a very very nice guy, and um, I I've, I've been told if I reach out to him and ask, I'll be able to see the bike up close. But like, it has a fraction of what was supposed to be in it. Mm-hmm. It's it, it, it's a lame duck. It, it wasn't it wasn't real. And I do know that if you wanted to mention Damon, Damon very mm. proudly bought their IP, Mission's IP recently. Mm. And that's been like, they've been touted. And now that I know that it was, there wasn't anything there, I'm like, ooh, mm. what does this mean? So, interesting. Yeah. I, I, I've been accused of speculating on things that, that don't, and, and, and having an opinion before. So I'm, I'm going to wait and hold off and not say anything about Damon until we actually see something on the ground because I do have strong opinions, but they are my opinions. Okay. Um, yeah. So that's that's kind of where the 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 high end electrics are right now. Um, the other ones that people are watching for. Again, I just said I don't. I, I said I wouldn't do this, but um, everyone's uh, won't. Sh- I'll say they won't shut up about the Saunders Metacycle. Okay. And that's a uh, commuter thing. It's not a scooter. It is a five thousand um, dollar brushed aluminum kind of avant garde frame, big hole in the center of it where they're offering accessories, oh. removable battery. They say it'll do up to eighty miles an hour. This is one. When you say hole in the middle, it's from front to back. No, no, that's that's that, that's the that's the drag race thing. This is a big triangular cutout to the in the, in the right where the motor where where an engine would be. Uh, you're gonna pop up pop it up on the on the screen if you want to. Well, Saunders S O N D O R S Metacycle, but it's um they they claim it'll do up to eighty miles and uh or up to eighty miles an hour. I'm it won't do both. Definitely not. It's a very minimalistic looking thing. Hmm. But um, people are basically super excited because of the $5,000 price point and the prospect of doing some highway miles on it because it, it they say it'll do 80. 
Um, Saunders is a company that's been making electric bicycles uh, for years, and they have. Yep, yep. There you go. A big hole in the frame. Oh. Okay. Um, and they uh, they've got a, a questionable track record on delivery rates, but they're supposed they they claim they'll have them out. I think by the end of this year. Oh, it's got. Oh, it's got a big hole in it. Yeah, it does. So right below that is the battery. It's a, I think a three or four kilowatt, a four four kilowatt hour battery. Um, there's a hub motor, and um, yeah, it's they they're, they're claiming you can put accessories and like an extra battery module or maybe a charging module or something in the hole. But right now it's just a hole. Well, and I was I forget where I was saying. I don't know. I might have been browsing on YouTube. It's an electric motorcycle that's going to set a new land speed record. They're saying, and they have a hole yeah. down the middle. So where <laughs> the headlight would be yeah is a gaping hole that continues throughout the whole frame the whole you point being that throw things down the it. air just passes right down the middle yeah it's it's a one-off so you're basically riding on a giant pipe yeah yeah it's it, it, a giant tube yeah uh, it's and, interesting and it's it's a one-off kind of gimmick for the sake of it i don't know if it'll work or not yeah but electric motorcycles are allowing there to be unique configurations and design right. don't try and turn with it <clears throat> okay okay <laughs> well and also you know you know just uh we have to you have to get back in the podcast but um Shay Nyquist just took his electric streamliner to oh, uh yes when he was building it we went yeah, to see him yeah well he, he took it to Bonneville and I'm very curious how uh what the results of that are and I don't know because I, I haven't really chatted with him but you know he's a local boy and I'm sure he would love to recount his adventures Emma did you go there with me yeah. Shay Nyquist and Morgan Hill when he was building it, had this concept it looks yeah. really good right now his yeah I would yeah yeah, I just I saw some of his recent videos before he went out. That bike looks really good. Yeah, I, I'm um, rooting for him. Yeah, I've stayed in touch with Shay. Um, really, really nice guy. But there is just something I want to broach the subject of. And I mean, it's obvious, perhaps to you, Morgan, but it is worth talking about very, very briefly. And it's about performance and range. And... It applies as much to electric bikes as to infernal combustion bikes. You know, um, everyone knows I've got a history with big Suzuki's. And back in uh, 80, I was riding a GS 1100, which did 45 to 50 to the gallon and 140 miles an hour, but not at the same time. <laughs> hmm. And exactly the same thing applies to electric bikes. If you have a bike that has X hours range and X top speed, that range doesn't necessarily apply to the top speed. Yeah. It applies to the cruising speed. If you ride that thing flat out, you're going to get a considerably smaller range. Agreed? Oh, yeah. I would say it's, the problem is exacerbated on electric because the uh, it, it's it's much more apparent. Like the the numbers become much more glaringly dropped. Like, oh, it's supposed to have a hundred mile oh. range, but I pinned it thirty. Any 30 car miles. you buy comes with two <laughs> ranges, city and and highway. Yeah, I right. mean it's the same. It's the same electric that is on a gas vehicle. The like what what I would estimate for the whole Saunders motorcycle, they say it'll go up to eighty miles just based on that battery pack. I would expect. You take it on the highway, I'm talking legit highway, 75 miles an hour, whatever, you're going to get maybe 20, 25 miles. I, that's my estimate. Right. Based on knowing what I know about this stuff. 
And before well, anybody accuses me of having a bias against electric bikes, exactly the same rules apply to an infernal combustion engine. Yeah. It's very, very rare that you will get a bike that does exactly the same to the gallon flat out as it does when you're cruising. Oh, yeah. There are one or two, I got to say, and they I, do my, tend to be the smaller bikes. My KLR gets pretty much 49 right. miles to a gallon, whatever I'm doing. So. Yeah. But you know, the KLR is in soft, such a soft state of tune. That doesn't surprise me. The, yeah. the thing is though, it's, is the, how they're, they're polar opposites in terms of uh, how they electric versus gas city versus highway on highways gas motors do very well because they get into their cruising gear and they cruise and they, they get very efficient you right. know, they, they low, low rpms and the throttle right and in city they're idling all the time and they're accelerating so they're burning they get a horrible range in the city the exact opposite is true is electric electric because um with city it idles it, it the bike is turned off essentially slow moving speeds it, it can crawl forever you will get that's why the, the the numbers are inverted so they say like up to 80 miles range that's where it's thinking slow city speeds for like the saunders mm -hmm. and uh you know but highway you know i'm 20 30. yeah well morgan i wanted to thank you for coming in and giving us an update the thing i like about this the most i think that what we learned today and the thing i'm most excited about is that bagel is going to go set a record on an electric scooter yes. i think we have ah. decided this is the plan i'd love to yeah, let's see. Let's see what happens. <laughs> let's make that happen. I want to. So we we did a we did a, a group ride from Anaheim to Reno. I want Bagel in the next one. For, for we were all electric. We did a. Yeah. I want Bagel in on that. I would love to do that. Hey guys, I think, uh, yeah. One one final comment. I think um, we're going to have to address the issue of power generation at some point, and uh, and look at both renewable energy plus some other sources. Because I think as long as we're burning coal, you know, which is what forty percent of the way we burn we get electricity in the u.s we're still polluting the environment so sure. so i think i'm excited to see some you know some advancements in power generation also that uh, really facilitate uh, electric electric vehicles definitely um i think we have time for one email um i'm gonna read and this is a good one emma you may recall uh joe rubino who visited the garage not too long ago he says when i last saw you i rolled in on my harley heritage soft classic from a 10-hour ride down from fortuna california oh i remember him very well he was a lovely man he said i spent a few hours chatting and i stayed for the podcast during the podcast i was asked if i had any plans for a new bike to which i answered i was looking to sell my 2017 cb 1100 ex and to get a cb 500 x i know it's a bike that emma you recommend a lot says, well, it turns out these days a CB500X is harder to find than a unicorn. Mm. In addition, after riding my Harley for 2,735 miles, I realized it was great on the highway, but terrible for doing a spirited run in the twisties. <laughs> I want to applaud. He's the first Harley owner who recognized that. Um, <laughs> that says... That's actually step one in a 12-step program, Liza. Yes. Does he, he, he says he really got tired of scraping floorboards on that trip. Yep. So with my nostalgic desire to own a Harley all but gone, I sold it and went oh. on the search for a street-oriented adventure bike with a reasonably low seat height. Oh. Mm. See, this, this comes back to what we were talking about earlier. Um, <clears throat> that's... 
when I happened upon a 2022 Triumph Tiger 900 GT Pro being wheeled onto the floor at my local dealership. It was far more expensive than I wanted to spend and had far more gadgets than I was looking for, but it was there. I took it for a spin and fell in love. So I bought it and I sold my CB1100EX too. Isn't that interesting? A Harley and a CB1100X replaced by a Triumph Tiger 900 GT. Um, he says, yes, I am down to a single motorcycle and I need to start considering what my next bike will be. I attached a picture of my Tiger. I've kitted it out with a skid plate, handlebar risers, engine guards, and a GV top case for commuting to work. On order are pannier racks and soft panniers for touring and light off-road riding. I'm looking forward to trying off-roading. And if it sticks, there will likely be a dual sport in my future. Thanks for the weekly entertainment and information you provide. This is a beautiful bike. You see, Eliza, this is an example of a guy who has, who was polycyclist. And he's, he's adopted monocyclism. <laughs> I know. I figured that, that's why is, I chose this email. It kind of encapsulated so, all the things yeah, we're talking he, about. He'd sowed his seeds throughout the years and decided he wanted to stick to, you know, find the one. I know. <laughs> I thought that was funny. Well, it's a beautiful you know, story. Uh, it is a beautiful story because, you know, he he tried the all-American Yankee gal. He tried the geisha gal. And... He settled on an English rose, and Aww. It, doesn't, it doesn't get any better than that, does it? <laughs> no. no. So, guys, yeah. know that I'm going to be gone the next three weeks. Good. Yes. We'll be glad to see the back of you. I saw that, Morgan. No <laughs> fist bumping. No playing ding dong, which is dead. None of that. Come on. All right. Party at the garage, everybody. <laughs> Finally, we can set up the model train station and play with all the trains. Oh, um, Liza, we are going to miss you terribly. Um, be safe, please. Yes, please do. Um, you've got, I mean, everything's pretty much buttoned down. Um, the podcast is going to be run by John. Mm -hmm. And so we're all going to be on our best behavior and not give him too much of a hard time. Um, I hear you have somebody extremely talented to run the garage in your absence. Mm-hmm. I do. Yeah. Who would that be? Uh Cody Webb. Cody <laughs> Webb. I see. <laughs> I should no. point out I will be running the garage. So everyone will do exactly what I say. Just like the poor gentleman came in today yes, to change tires. And it was only till after I forget who someone out in the garage or Henry or somebody's like, Oh, was it you, Morgan? I like, saw your no more system. You have a tire changer? Wait, you have yeah, all the tools? You arms. have the guy out there with tire irons working on the ground. No. I said, that's how Emma prefers. No, uh, and it's not. Um, it's actually he requested because he, he does real adventure riding on that bike. And he actually requested he wanted to change his tires <clears throat> using the tools that he had. Yeah. And nice. no more. That's good training. And so and so I trained him how to run the irons. Nice. And there is no better training. And you know, occasionally, even at the shop with my hydraulic tire changer, I'll still get down and dirty and run the irons once in a while, just to remind myself I can do it. And you know, it keeps my arms nice and big. Smith and Wesson. Wesson. The gun show. Oh my gosh. Um <clears throat> 
<laughs> oh, and you guys, I'm so excited, Bagel. You haven't heard this yet. Um, oh. Moyne and I uh, got a full film crew coming with us on this trip. Holy wow. cow! Yeah, we're we're doing it. Nice. That's great. Uh, yeah, we're bringing a full film crew uh, to capture this. I think now more than ever. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know that I, I have family members myself are like, you have a death wish going to Pakistan <laughs> right now, right? For a couple of reasons uh, with uh, with COVID just flaring up again. Yeah. Um, a lot of people are like not traveling. And then you have mm-hmm. everything going on with the Taliban and Afghanistan. And it seems like really really bad time to go over there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But part of the reason of going there and Bengal, you've been there, you know, it's not like that at all. I feel extremely, yeah. extremely safe over there. Safer than I do here for COVID and, yeah. uh, and, and for everything else. I mean, we're well taken care of. Um, really looking forward to this trip. Um, and then also the other thing I was telling some of the women for most people to be a part of a big change, a societal change, um, it requires force or weapons or, you know, something. But we're just being ourselves and being women riding. And by just being women riding and being visible, we are part of the change that's happening in that society. And that's such a great thing that we can just be and 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 experience the country and be part of that change. So I think it's really relevant on all these fronts and I'm really looking forward to going. I'll be sending some updates and pictures through the recycle page on Facebook, I'm sure, and sending uh, some messages, emails to y'all. Yeah. But I want to thank everyone for covering while I'm gone. And uh yeah, that's pretty much it. Cool. Very cool. Well, safe yeah. travels well, um, and have a wonderful trip. Yeah. My request give, for give you. Give my regards to Pakistan. Yes. yes. Um, I would like to give, um, albeit a very vague weekly update on your progress. So will you check in with me towards the end of next week, even if it's just one or two lines, so I can let everyone know how you're doing? I'll try. As Bagel knows, you don't always have Wi-Fi, let alone power. Right, right, right. But yeah. if you are able, yeah. So it's only every few days that you really, yes, have yeah. time to do that. But um, yeah. Well, check in when you can, dear. I'm excited. You I'm going to be riding the perfect adventure bike for Pakistan, the CB 150 F. Nice. My Atlas Honda. My Atlas Honda. Yes. So, um, big thanks to everyone who sent in some emails. John, hopefully you'll be able to catch some of those. We only got time to read one. Like I said, there's so many people who had been sending in their own issues they had with big bikes and how they dealt with it. So um, hopefully you can uh, print some of those out and have those ready. I'd like to have those read. read. Um, and uh, thanks. We can, get, we can do funny voices. I want that to come back. Oh, yeah. Yes. Well, now we can do the funny voices. And if I can just briefly say to everyone who has sent me um, gifts and cards for Mototown, thank you all. It, it really was amazingly touching. I've received um, cards. I've received photographs. I've received the USB stick with some great music on it. It's just absolutely wonderful. I'm I'm beyond touched and beyond thrilled. So thank you all. And so do you, do you have a website? No, not yet. 
Do you have a Facebook page? No. She's a business, you have an card, Instagram page? business card with a phone number. That's all she's got. Yeah. And that's, that's, I've got more work than I know what to do with. It's all word of mouth. If you want to check on the progress of Motortown, mm-hmm. you can follow me on Instagram. It's there Emma, Emma Booten 1962. Oh, I just gave away the year I was born. Jeez, Emma. Uh, um, yeah. E M M A B O O T O N 1962. Um, you'll see a lovely picture of me sitting on Chiefy, who's a 48 Indian. Um, and follow me. And I do, you know, I don't post everything, but if I've got something interesting coming through, like a Trident that was bought brand new in 1973 or four or the Vincents that I'm doing, I'll always post them on Instagram. I'll tell you what I, I think people want, including myself. Help me out. Help me out, guys. Mototown t-shirts. Oh, Ooh, yes. I'm waiting for it right now. Or Mototown underwear. When right, are we going to see Mototown oh. t-shirts? <laughs> um, you know what? I'll have a word with my printer. The, yes. the thing is with t-shirts, I want to I make it clear that I want to do Mototown t-shirts but it's quite a chunk of change because if you get business cards or stickers made up, it's 50 bucks and you get like a hundred of them. If you want t-shirts made up, you get 50 t-shirts made up. It's a thousand dollars and that's quite a check to write. So, and then you've got to speculate on what size people are and stuff like that. So the Mototown t-shirts are coming I promise as soon as I can say, okay, I'm going to take $1,000, get 50 T-shirts made, I will hawk them mercilessly. Um, they're going to be black. They're going to have the small Mototown logo on the front and the large Mototown logo on the back in electric blue. This is my color scheme. So they are coming. It's just well, me. Being when, they, when they do come, um, I think, uh, and I just checked I found a great domain name that is available. Yeah. How about twopump.com? Two pump? Yeah, twopump.com. Oh wow. What? Oh, yes, oh, down. Well, you work on two pumpers, right? Well, you know, it's funny. When I go out, when I go out and get myself all dolled up to go out at night, I wear not one pump, but, but a two pump. Two pump. One on oh my left my. One on my right foot. Oh my. Oh my. <laughs> we have Mr. Takai in the house. Oh my. Right. I think we're ready. Yeah. Thank you, everyone, especially our Patreon subscribers. We had some new ones uh, this week. Um, I appreciate it so much. You're helping us out. Um, and also, if you want a T-shirt, we have our Zazzle page. Uh, Zazzle Recycle Santa Cruz, or sorry, Recycle Garage on Zazzle. And we've sold some more T-shirts recently. Bagel, we've had a couple go out that are the green, like you got the Army Green. Oh, nice. Yeah, it looks good. Cool. So um, thanks again, everyone. And all I ask, John, I know you're going to be running the show, and Emma, you're running the garage. I just want you guys to take care of Bagel. While I'm Aww. gone, Aww. Well, we because he you. is the best greeter whenever he comes up on screen. And just like with John's wife, I don't want you to ride him and I come back and he's all different. Oh, my God. Can we, <laughs> stop? Oh God. Can we stop going on about riding John's wife? It's extremely <laughs> inappropriate. It really is. 
she's the most charming woman and she's about to spend a great deal of money at Mototown. So <laughs> she demands respect. Okay. Indeed. All right. Thanks, everyone. This is Liza. Morgan. Emma Darling. Bagel. Somebody done. <laughs> ah! <laughs> and we are out of here. Cool, cool, cool. cool.